Welcome to Markets Now. I'm Michelle Rook with Kent Beetle Paradigm Futures. Well, grains this morning, we tried to start off just a little bit better in corn and wheat futures, but now just about everything's lower except for a few wheat contracts. And over in the livestock, cattle are seeing pressure. We started off better in the hogs, but have turned mixed. And Kent, uh, we've seen a lot of farmers selling, pressuring uh, these grain markets this week. We're into option expiration today. Are we going to finally start to see maybe some of this farmer selling back off or not? Um, well, I think we will. Uh, the selling that we've had is not selling that they would have preferred to have made. No. But there, um, there were you know significant quantities of basis contracts that uh, elevators required them to price either by Friday or at the latest by this upcoming Wednesday. And, uh, you know, I think we've gotten through the majority of that. Um, I don't know that, that the, that the farmer rolled an awful lot of those contracts. I suspect they rolled some, uh, there has been some pressure on the, uh, on the March, May corn spread, you know, over the course of the last couple of days as, as this, um, situation kind of winds itself down. But we can look at open interest and see that open interest has been rather flat over the last week and a half. So pretty sure that we aren't getting new speculative selling. We may be getting some, but uh, um, I, I think that the, the the key to the price action over these last uh, you know five or six sessions has been grower pricing of basis contracts primarily. No doubt. The funds piled onto that, too. And of course, we've scored new contract lows almost every day this week. You know, we had exports out this morning. Um, you believe that demand has been holding up. It's that we have a supply problem right now. That's correct. Um, I mean, if you just look at the pillars of our demand base, export sales uh, are running 32 percent of ahead, ahead of a year ago uh, when the USDA export estimate is 26 and a half percent. Um, we have added $20 ahead to hog production since the 1st of January. Um, you know, we have relatively expensive cattle still and, uh, and cattle, um, cash markets have been going back up. Uh, this is a recipe for heavier weight animals. And I believe that over time, you're going to see that, um, play out when you, we look at stocks reports, but we only get one read of that once every three months. So it's. Mm -hmm. It's, it's difficult to trade something like that every day. And then the other pillar of our demand base has been uh, renewable fuels and ethanol specifically in corn. And we had another very good week of ethanol grind. Uh, we are tracking at a pace that's uh, certainly at and maybe ahead of what we need uh, to grind to hit USDA estimates. Um, so you know, the, the people who would argue against me say, well, we need to have enough incremental demand over and above that in order to make the, the, the prices bottom. And, you know, all I can say to that is, um, you know, when we make tops, everything looks the most bullish. And when we make bottoms, everything looks the most bearish. And, um, you know, we're, we're not seeing that uh, we have enough demand to, to incrementally increase those balance sheets by enough. But the truth is we do have uh, a potential significant amount of demand, and that will come from the large speculator who will have demand from futures when we get to a point in time and a price in which um, you know, there are no more sellers. And yeah. we may be closer to that than they think. 
Yeah. And uh, funds are probably, if not near, maybe record short now in the corn market. What about soybeans? Uh, we have hit some new lows here now, took out the May lows. We had a marketing year low for exports, and you've got Brazil basis uh, levels still below the U.S. And so this is not a good combination, is it? No. You know, let me touch on the Brazil basis levels below the U.S. Um, you know, it's February. Okay, uh, we don't so have normal. years where Brazilian basis is not below the U.S. in February. The truth is, is that you had a fairly sizable two-week rally in Brazilian basis levels, and while there's been some reports on social media that those levels have backed off a little bit, uh, the posted values that I see on my DTN have uh, held together pretty well this week. Yeah. Um, it is true that we did not have a good week of export sales this week. It was a marketing year low. Um, uh, we should note, though, that we did not actually cancel any Chinese business uh, in that export sales report. Uh, what we did do, uh, not just to the Chinese, but to a lot of destinations, is to move um, unknown sales into uh, the actual categories of the, of the destinations that are going to take the soybeans. And I don't think it should be that big of a surprise, given the uh, number of countries that had some sort of holiday last week that we might have a soybean number that was a little bit lower than expectations. Uh, what is your sense of why the market will not react to these lower estimates, private estimates on Brazilian beans? Uh, primarily because the USDA uh, doesn't seem to want to pay attention to lower estimates from uh, the private entities. And in fact, last year uh, didn't pay any attention to the to the estimates from the public entities. Other, in other words, uh, the Argentine government, the Brazilian government, um, who had uh, Brazilian export or Brazilian production, excuse me, significantly lower, lower than what the USDA is currently printing and also has uh, had Argentine production higher than than what the uh, what the Argentine government was printing. So um, they they like to back into numbers and um, they they just have uh, made a different decision in in uh, and they have I think in Brazil maybe four of the last five years ended up printing uh, significantly higher production numbers for Brazil and so right now the trade just thinks that well you know these private estimates don't mean anything because the USDA isn't going to follow gotcha Wheat market, as we have started this broadcast, is uh, moved lower now, and we did have kind of poor weekly exports there. Russia, EU prices, they're all under the U.S., so we're not competitive. Is that going to continue to hold this market back, or do you think technically this market, at least Chicago's trying to turn? Well, technically it is trying to turn. We had a key reversal higher on Tuesday. Uh, we were 10 lower on Wednesday and ultimately closed the market higher. And yesterday uh, we ended up closing unchanged while corn and soybeans uh, you know, were making new lows. So um, wheat is trying to do a good job and, and trying to turn technically, but we have some hurdles that we need to get above. The uh, 50 and 100 day moving averages are right above the market at, at just a little over $6. Uh, last week's high, I believe, was 602 um, you know, if you could post a close above 602, you'd have a weekly key reversal higher, and that would okay. be a really strong technically. But uh, I, at the moment, we're we're down a little bit in sympathy with the corn and the beans. Yeah, that makes sense. Total sense. Cattle market, 
Uh, we're going into the cattle on feeder report this afternoon, which is arguably going to be very bullish on the placements category. But have we priced most of that in, or is this some caution or profit taking heading into that? The yeah, and actually, as I'm looking at the cattle as we speak, they've actually moved their way higher again. Are they? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, actually, all of the all of the livestock is higher this morning. Um, you know, uh, the cattle on feed report is expected to be supportive. And based on inventory numbers that we've had previously, we're fairly confident that, uh, you know, that the situation for cattle is probably going to be supportive for another year. We had to, we had to liquidate out a really large, long speculative position. And that's, uh, that gave us the break that we had, but, you know, things have been working their way a little bit higher and, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, given the numbers that we believe are out there, uh, we think that this is a market that could keep moving, moving itself a little bit higher still. Yeah, it looks like we're getting buying on the brakes. That's always some good news. We'll see. The other thing we're watching is where cash trade develops for this week. And we haven't had a whole lot of that. Right. Um, as you mentioned, hog market to the plus side here this morning now again. And uh, we were looking for that revision from USDA on pork exports. And of course, uh, they took the China and Mexico business out of last week's report, right? Yeah, well, a portion of it anyway. And uh, um, so what's interesting is that uh, when the USDA made that announcement earlier in the week, you know, it, it triggered some selling in the hogs. But then, you know, then the market essentially came back. And we were expecting something like this this morning. We got exactly what we were expected. It right. gave us the lower open, and now the markets are moving higher again. So, um, you know, unlike the grains, which, you know, can't buy a break and can't rally on even, you know, modestly bullish news, uh, we can't seem to get the, uh, uh, the protein markets to go down on bearish news. And that's a, actually a pretty good sign for those marketplaces. Yeah, and of course, uh, cash hogs and cutout values have been moving higher this week, helping out too, right? Yes, and of course, you know, we we expect to be moving higher seasonally right now, and uh, sure. all of those things are happening. Um, but uh, uh, you know, that's a market that's acting uh, very very good and and stronger than many people would anticipate, because unlike the cattle, you know, our slaughter numbers continue to be you know quite strong. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Thanks for joining us. Can't beat all paradigm futures. And remember, futures and options have substantial risk and are not suitable for all traders. And that is a look at markets now.